this show, the establishment warned you about. And thank you for joining us. This is the Dr. Tommy Show Live. Thank you. Thank you. From Wesley Chapel, Florida, where we practice concierge medicine. And if you want to know more about concierge medicine, especially if you're a physician and you need to learn how to use a great EMR that's specially built for concierge medicine and membership medicine, which includes direct primary care as well, then I recommend you go to AskDrTommy.com and click on special offer for Atlas MD. And you will have a EMR system for free for 60 days that not only rivals, but beats the tar out of anything even close when it comes to non-insurance-based primary care medicine. And I am Dr. McElroy, which is um, my second name, even though it's the Dr. Tommy Shows. And this is Tracy, who is here with us. Thankfully, after the hurricanes, and we're both here. Yep. Good morning. And uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, the hurricanes came through here. Uh, well, a hurricane came through here over the weekend and caused a lot of damage, but luckily, uh, not many deaths. Uh, I believe it's reported maybe 17 in the state of Florida, 25, I think, in the Caribbean. Yeah. Well, given the amount of destruction that happened, it could have been a lot worse. You always say that, but this mm-hmm. truth. Uh, most of it having to do with flooding, it looks like, but also mm-hmm. power outages. And then uh, some of the dangers of power outages, which we heard about a guy yesterday who uh, was trying to cut down some limbs and then uh, hit his carotid artery. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he was cutting with, with a chainsaw. chainsaw and it just jumped back at him. Mm-hmm. So our um, makes me think twice about, you know, bugging you about the fact that I want to operate the chainsaw while you're not there. Yeah. It's dangerous. It can be dangerous, especially if you're by yourself. So be careful if you're cleaning up and and if you are out of power, uh, be careful about infectious disease. Uh, a lot of standing water can get infectious disease. So um, just be very careful and hopefully the power will be turned on soon. I said Duke Energy spokesperson today on AM Tampa Bay said that they have, what they say, 12? How many million? A lot. I don't remember. Well, they have uh, a lot of people remember. still out, and and it looks like they'll have the majority of them back on by this Friday, mm-hmm. but maybe not until the following Sunday for all of them, except for some that may not have it for a long, long time. Uh, we What do we have again? We Tico? have Tico at the house, and we have uh, with Lacucci here. Right. I know there are still people with Tico that uh, do not have power. Well, so. unfortunately for um, some of the people who are out in the um, – Areas where it's remote, they're probably not as high priority as Mm -hmm. the ones where they're clustered in tightly. Mm -hmm. So everybody hang in there. One of our neighbors had a problem with her neutral wire. It was uh, the wire that's the bare metal wire that goes to your house is the neutral. And that wire snapped. And so it burned up their appliances because it had 220 going in and the neutral snapped. So all the, uh, the electricity was going into the appliance, burning it up and then leaving through the ground. And so that caused uh, two problems. Caused A, not to have any 110 electricity, and two, it burned up their appliances. Now, they still have 220, so they still have their pump and they still have their air conditioner, but they do not have any uh, uh, so when you say, 110. When you say burned up their appliances, um, does that mean they're out of commission for good at actually yeah, so burning them up that's what happened to our completely. utility room before. Okay. Well, yeah, so the, to the, the washer and dryer? Mm-hmm. Or the whatever. ground, I mean, the neutral was not intact. 
And when that happens, you get current going in, then it leaves out through the ground and the ground doesn't communicate. Uh, if it, the ground doesn't communicate directly back to the uh, box, it'll burn up your appliance. Oh gosh, I'm going to buy all new appliances. Uh -huh. It's terrible for them. Yeah, and then uh, there's also a risk for electrical shock too because that electricity that's coming in, if you still have it going to your house, is looking for a way back to its origination. So it'll seek out a way, and the way through it is the ground, and you will become the ground if you touch it. Well, you know, we were talking to our neighbors yesterday. One of them said that when she touched the box... Thank you. When she touched the box, um, it gave her a little, yeah, a uh, little spark. And then her daughter said that when she walks on the floor, she can feel it on her feet. Yeah, so it's really, it's really dangerous to have that. So Tico, if you're listening, go to uh, Vandervoort Road and right next door to us uh, on fifteen twenty five. Our yes, neighbor needs out. a neutral wire, which has been snapped. Yes, she is elderly, and she, she needs power. But luckily, we were she able to give them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yesterday and then make them food for dinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's yes. the other thing that you'll see a lot of now is, despite all of the claims from the media that America's a rotten place and people are racist and bigoted and homophobic and everything else, if you actually go out into the neighborhoods, you'll see a lot of people helping each other and all without the government coming in the do it or tell us yes. what to do and tell us, hey, you got to go help your neighbor. Yeah, people are helping each other out with food. Um, even prior to the storm, thank goodness, I was able to help a few people out with um, some wood that um, I had extra, you know, some extra wood laying around. But um, yeah, people, there's a lot of uh, people out there that still have a heart. Yeah. They you just know, don't like the, to report about it. I think one of the great things about this, not great things, one of the added, one of the not added benefits, one of the benefits of having this power outage is not having the uh, media always harping and spreading all their a lot of times which is just bad news all the time mm -hmm. death and killing and robbing and hate and bigotry and perceived insults and all that it's just so nice to just have that gone mm -hmm. yes, maybe yes. it'd be nice if they maybe just had a reprieve from them for maybe a whole I don't know, give it 30 days at least so they would nice. just all go off the air mm -hmm. and just play whatever national anthem or whatever you want just don't report anything just keep it to a minimum anyway that'd be nice um up, uh, one of the things I wanted to read about was, this is speaking of the uh, um, storms, this is from CBS on September 13, 2017. This is CBS Online. And it's, nun grabs chainsaw, clears trees post Irma. And it says, Miami, a Florida nun is pitching into the cleanup efforts, on the cleanup efforts following, her, following Hurricane Irma by taking a chainsaw to down trees while dressed in her full habit. Miami-Dade police posted video on social, media, on social media of Sister Margaret Ann at work. It was taken by an off-duty officer who came across her. The post went viral, reports CBS Miami. Police say the nun was cutting trees to clear the roadways around Archbishop Coleman Carroll High School near Miami. Sister Margaret Ann is the school's principal, according to its website. So that's pretty cool. That's very cool. And that's very for nice. you watching. That's her. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, we had, we were, uh, the morning we were sitting in, in bed and we heard, and then sure enough it was our neighbors out there yeah and i said <laughs> two two ladies one yes. in one one in a motorized chair yes cleaning up their yards yeah and i said well stacy's a badass she's out yeah. there with a chainsaw yeah just going to town yep so that's cool and her mom is taking her scooter around the property and then she has a little chair she takes her you know with her and then she gets the chair out and sits down and then rakes in the chair because you know she's i mean i don't know how she's late 70s yeah 
She's out trying to do her best to clean up. Exactly. And so that's cool. Um, we also have a uh, new family members. Two new family members. So go ahead and look. Well, <laughs> so when I was cleaning up, or when we were cleaning up, um, we um, we came across a nest. And we didn't think twice about looking inside of it. And well, then, actually, Madison started looking inside of it. Oh, she did? And then as she started looking inside of it, I scared her. I said, oh, watch out. Oh, gosh. And so she quit looking. Well, then I I was bored, and I said, I'm, I'm going to go outside and start cleaning up the limbs and branches and do some raking. So I was I was doing that. I went to pick I picked the nest up, and I was going to throw it in a pile. And then I looked inside. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's a little life in there. And this little baby squirrel is probably, I can it's days old, I get, would guess. About four inches long? Yes, tiny. So anyway, my girls are um, taking care of it. And then yesterday, when we took food over to the neighbors, they had mentioned that... Um, someone down the street had came across a, another baby squirrel. Which was actually a lot older than the squirrel that we found. Yeah, probably Madison thinks five weeks yeah. at least. So Madison has become a, uh overnight <laughs> expert in the care of neonatal uh, squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So she has a one-week-old approximately and a five-week-old approximately now feeding them. And then what she say the other day about the, uh, the one she had to set the timer for to feed? Um, motherhood sucks or something yeah. or freshly ate or freshly taken care of mother uh, hashtag motherhood, motherhood sucks because so the baby squirrel the the two-day-old squirrel you know it needs to be fed at least every two hours and then the older squirrel needs fed every four hours so she is up every two hours and she also has to make sure that the heating pad does not turn off because mm-hmm. they need to maintain a body temperature of about 99 degrees uh-huh. but yeah Madison's become an expert and Kaylee is enjoying helping you know take care of them feed them and um they seem to be doing pretty good yeah hazel and joey and madison's going to surprise dr moses today yes madison's if you're working watching as dr a moses tech. you got a surprise coming yes yeah, so she's going to take him to pet point hospital and lutes and maybe he can you know i think the smallest one really needs to go somewhere that you know where they take care of baby squirrels because madison goes back to school and college on monday you know, high school and college, so mm-hmm. she's not going to be able to maintain that schedule. Well, if anybody's out there familiar with any squirrel rescues in the Tampa area, please send us a message, AskDrTommy.com at the bottom email link at the bottom of AskDrTommy.com, and we'll forward that to uh, Madison. Mm-hmm. And uh, until then, we will continue to, well, we won't continue to. She will continue to take care of them. We'll continue to play with them, you know, periodically, yeah. and then let Madison get up every two hours. Exactly. Uh, New York Times reports, this is from, oh, there's a date on this, recently, September 13, 2017, New York Times, Medicare for all or state control, health plan, healthcare plans to go, go to extremes. This is by Robert Pear, Washington. Liberals and conservatives in, Washington, in Congress were planning on Wednesday to set forth two radically different proposals for healthcare. A huge expansion of Medicare, which would open the program to all Americans, and a rollback of the Affordable Care Act, which would give each state a lump sum of federal money with sweeping new discretion over how to use it. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, the one-time candidate for Democratic presidential nomination, proposed what he called a, quote, Medicare for all single-payer health care system, and he said 15 Democratic senators supported it. Quote, instead of waiting on, instead of wasting hundreds of billions of dollars trying to administer an enormously complicated system of hundreds of separate insurance plans, there should be one insurance plan for the American people with one single payer, 
said a summary of the bill prepared by Mr. Sanders' office. At the same time, several Republican senators led by Lindsey Graham of South Carolina and Bill Cassidy of Louisiana were set to unveil their bill, which would take money spent under the Affordable Care Act and give it to the states in the form of block grants. So. What does it mean by Medicare for all? All ages? Everybody? Mm-hmm. Everybody in the United States? Medicare for everybody? Under Sanders' bill, Medicare now available to people 65 and older and to some younger people with disabilities would be expanded over four years. In the first year, Medicare would be open to children through age 18 and to adults from 55 to 64. The eligibility would be reduced to 45 in the second year and 35 in the third year, with every resident of the United States entitled to benefits in the fourth year. Mr. Sanders predicted that, quote, insurance companies, drug companies, and Wall Street won't like this legislation, and he was right. Hmm. David Merritt, an executive vice president of American Health Insurance Plans, a lobby for insurers, said, whether it's called single payer or Medicare for all, government-controlled health care cannot work. It will eliminate choice, undermine quality, put a chill on medical innovation, and place an even heavier burden on hardworking taxpayers. That's right. So, well... There's one thing it will provide, though. What will it provide? Equality. Oh, yes. And as we are familiar with state-controlled plans, they always seek to equalize things. But they never seek to equalize things by bringing everything up. Mm-hmm. They seek to equalize the same way you would equalize a hedge. And so if there's hedges that are sticking out and maybe um, uh, becoming exemplary, you come along with a, a cutter and you just cut them all down to size. And you keep cutting them down to size until they all conform to your um, to whatever you want your hedge to look like. And so this is something that I am interested in seeing go to the uh, full Senate because I would love to see a single payer health care bill go up against this bill that uh, Lindsey Graham and Bill Cassidy and just let the uh, let the let them let them duke it out. There's always a, a great way to figure out who's got the better idea, and that's to let the marketplace of ideas decide. And unfortunately, in the Senate, we no longer have um, state control of senators, or more like national senators now, 50 national senators. It used to be the state legislatures would appoint senators according to however they wanted, but now we have 50 national senators, so you can have guys like uh, John McCain basically doesn't really he'll run as a national candidate whether he's you know from arizona or not so but anyway back to my point is even so it would be nice to see this bill um um debated in in senate in the senate so we could see who has got the smarter idea and i think that's a great idea is to give the money uh to the uh, states or there or let's take it let's put it this way not take the money from the states and then give it and then keep it. Why not just let the states have their money? That's their money. And so they make it seem like the federal government's got this big sack of money that they're just handing out to states. And and if it stays in D.C., they're going to hand it out the right way. Well, that money comes from you and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people don't realize that. No, a lot of people don't. They think the government is some type of uh, independently uh, financed operation that just generates money through uh, something like a money tree, but it's not. There's no Santa Claus. There's no tooth fairy. And all the money that is in Washington, D.C. comes from the pockets of uh, taxpayers out there in the uh, everyday world, whether you're in D.C., Los Angeles, or just happen to be over in uh, some rather unknown town in the Midwest. That money, all that money that goes to those people in Washington, D.C. that profit off of you, um, it comes from you. 
And so when you hear people say, well, we can't be giving money to the states because they'll do stupid things with it. Remember, that's your money. And I think a, a state like California, they used to have this thing. Well, I don't know if they're, where it's gone, but they had this thing where they were going to secede because they were saying, look, we want to do different things with our money. We want to spend it on this big single payer program. We want to we want to invite everyone to come across the border to live here. And they should be allowed to do that. Yeah, let them do what they want. All right. So that's a Medicare update. Uh, what else was there? There was something else we we're going to talk about. Um, we're talking concierge about. medicine. Yeah. So concierge medicine is our practice here, and we do Echelon Health Concierge Medicine. Uh, Tracy and I started this back in 2013. It's now going on four and a half years, and we are happy to have new members joining, uh, sometimes weekly. Uh, and the, one of the things that we like to do is invite people to come in if you want to learn more about what we do here so that you can have a uh, better understanding. The website is at echelon-health.com or to redirect is tampadirectcare.com. Either way, that'll take you to our website, which will tell you about what we do. But the better way to find out is to come in and have a, uh, a visit because we'll go over all the different nuances. And some people that join know right away what they want. They do. Um, but, uh, you know, when we get an email or a phone call, I always suggest they come in and uh, let's meet each other. And then we can go over all the benefits that they can, you know, that's mm-hmm. part of the Let's see process. if it's right for them because it's not it's right. right for, I would say the majority of America and vast majority is not right for them. Well, some people are perfectly fine with the way things are, you know, waiting in their doctor's office for a long time and, um, you know, well, not, not necessarily they're fine with it, but they think that's that's the way it is. That's and fine with them. They're accustomed to it, and they're whatever. They're like, accustomed to it. They're used to it. Right. And they don't so, care that. Right. So they're okay with it. But then there's others that think us all the time. Every time we see them, they yeah. are so grateful that when they walk in the door, I'm going to greet them by their first name, and then I'm going to take them right back. Yeah, our patient, our new patient, actually sent a text. Uh, over the over the hurricane just before hurricanes landed she sent us a text saying that she needed some medication refilled so we drive into the car and with atlas md we just log in and i'm logging in as i'm driving and texting and watching the internet and everything else i'm driving and i sent it over and um the uh then she sent us a text back and said thank goodness because or she said you're worth your weight in gold Mm-hmm. You guys are worth your weight in gold because if it had been my other doctor, I would have been SOL. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. We offer personalized medical care. We offer it outside of the insurance system. There's no insurance reimbursement here. We don't contract with insurance companies. We contract with uh, individuals only. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about what we do, we invite you to come and have a sit down and we'll we'll see if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not right for you, we'll direct you to what we think may be right for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's about it. So David Gilmore is coming out with, well, actually, he already did it last year. David Gilmore is a guitarist and vocalist. Excuse me. And um, latter-day band leader of Pink Floyd. And he's coming out with the Live at Pompeii, which was recorded in 2016. That's going to be televised, actually, not televised. That's going to be shown in select theaters across America. And the one in Tampa is the... um, the, the the movie theater at the mall, the University Mall, what's it called? Oh, um, oh shoot. What is that place called? Anyway. Anyway, the, University Mall here on Fowler? Yeah. So Studio. Studio Grill. Studio, Studio Grill? Okay. Is so it? Something like that. I so the so. movie theater in Tampa just is the one in the uh, by the University Mall. 
And so it's live at Pompeii. So if you remember 1967, I believe, or maybe it was 71, um, David Gilmore, Roger Waters, Richard Wright, and Nick Mason recorded a live at Pompeii as Pink Floyd. And that was played to an empty Pompeii stadium. And uh, now here we are. 50, how many years later is that? 40? Yeah. 50. Oh, 50. Isn't it? What year is it 40? Again? What year? No, it's got to be 50. What year did you say, though? 71-ish. Anyway, 46. Oh, gosh. Okay, 71, four years 46. older than me, so 46. Yeah. 46 there about years later. It's David Gilmore's Live at Pompeii, and this will be, uh, like I said, presented live. I'm sorry, presented in the theaters today and then uh, hopefully on Blu-ray soon. Actually, it comes out September 29th on Blu-ray. But anyway, to uh, lead into that, as the reason I was going to say that is because this is from Live at Gdansk, which is from 2006 on the On the Island Tour by David Gilmore. And this song is called Astronomy Domini. And this song is actually going to be featured in an upcoming Echelon production of Pink Floyd called Cosmosis, but just for you, this is our song of the week. And for those of you listening on iTunes, you'd have to go to YouTube to see it because we're not allowed to broadcast it on iTunes for uh, legal reasons, but we can show it on YouTube. And also, if you're interested in learning more about Dr. Tommy's show, go to AskDrTommy.com. You can subscribe there on iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can listen on Stitcher. You can watch on YouTube and you do all variety of things. And we thank you for joining us. Thank you to all of our new subscribers. And thank you for all of our new uh, patients. And um, thank you all for listening. And until next time, bye-bye.